If you're a California conservative, a libertarian, a moderate Democrat, believe in common sense, or just a sane person, this is the political podcast for you. It's the California Underground Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of California Underground. Uh, we have a jam-packed show. Uh, Cynthia, my trusty co-host, is here with me tonight. No guests needed because I think we have enough content to cover just with these two propositions. You've probably seen them spamming your airwaves for the past, I don't know, three or four months. It's uh, Prop 27 and Prop 26. And a lot of people have been asking me, what the heck is the difference between Prop 26 and Prop 27? Both are supported by California tribes. Both have to do with sports betting. But what's the difference? And why is one saying one's worse and, and vice versa? But we're going to get into all that. Uh, we both did our homework and we got a lot to talk about tonight. We're going to break it down. And I guess we'll give our opinion too, about like which one you think is better and which one would you maybe vote for? That's not usually what we do, but I feel like maybe I would say, give you my opinion, what I would vote for. Um, but first off, Cynthia, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Looking forward to this podcast. I think um, we're going to have a ton to go over with. Um, I know we both have our links open, so it'll be jam-packed and looking forward to it. Yeah. And as I mentioned on the uh, podcast pre-show just a couple minutes ago, I am going mostly off this tonight. So this little booklet is very handy. Uh, it gives you a lot of information. It tells you exactly what's going to happen. Um, and it does give you the arguments for and again. So you can really kind of dive into these and they're really important for those listening on audio. It's the general election book. It comes about this time. So it should be arriving in your mailboxes uh, because ballots are going out already in like a couple of weeks, which is crazy. Um, so they want you to have some information. Don't throw these out. These are very important. You know, you're going to get one locally, but these are very important. They go through everything. And this is probably going to be all like drawn on, highlighted, torn, wrinkled by, you know, November 8th, because I'm going to be using it a lot. So now on my end, I have open uh, what the California Democrat Party thinks, what the California Republican Party thinks. I have Ballotpedia. I have the Legislative Analyst Office. And then I have, um, I also have the voter guide, but I have the online version. Excellent. So we got a lot of stuff to talk about. So let's just jump right in. We'll go in numerical order. We'll start with Prop 26. And it is allowing in-person roulette, dice games, sports wagering on tribal lands, initiative, constitutional amendment, and statute. Uh, so you can go look up the full text of this, but in this little guide, they do go over just the highlights and give you sort of the rundown of what's going on here. Uh, it allows federally recognized Indian tribes to operate. First off, the fact that they're so-called Indian tribes in these booklets is kind of weird to me, but I thought we were past that. I thought we were too woke as a society to say Indian anymore, but whatever, that's how they wrote it. Uh, to operate roulette, dice games, and sports wagering on-site on tribal lands if authorized by gaming packs approved by the state. Uh, allows sports wagering at certain licensed horse tracks. Um, imposes a 10% tax on sports wagering profits at these tracks. Directs revenues to state general fund, 70% to the general fund. We're going to talk about more and why. To me, that's always a red flag. Whenever you see the words general fund, that's a huge red flag. 
problem gambling programs get 15% of the revenue and enforcement gets 15% of the revenue. It also allows private lawsuits to enforce certain gambling. So it's sort of like the, I guess it's sort of like the Texas abortion law that is the new rage where you're allowing people to be like their own mini attorney generals and file private lawsuits to uh, enforce state law. So um, that's sort of the, the highlights of it so far. We can go over it a lot more, but Cynthia, I want to give you a chance to kind of chime in right away on Prop 26 and your initial thoughts on it. So I think you, I'll be honest, I think you are right at the bot, bat are a little bit more educated on it than me. So I had to do my due diligence on it. Um, I, I'll preface it by saying that in general, I've been so focused on the candidates. So mm. I, I in general, I haven't really had the time to dive into the ballot position. So while you're doing your pre-show, I, we were chatting a little bit before that. Um, my mom wanted to have a discussion about it. And it was just, it was funny because um, she was excited. She was actually showing me the voter guide that, you know, that you were that you are also coloring over too, um, and for once I had to tell her like I actually don't have an opinion because I'm doing my due diligence learning about it too, and in general I actually personally don't gamble. So growing up like you know people would want to go play bingo and all that. So it was just something that I was never really interested in. Um, however, I realized that I think you know how they have like those giveaways and whatnot. I realized like because I participate in those, like I think I guess it's a form of gambling. <laughs> but yeah, technically, but you know, with there's wagers or things of that nature, it's something I don't participate in. Um but yeah, I do think it's a little bit weird why we're saying like Native Americans. Um it's just I don't know. I don't know any real human being that like says <laughs> says all that stuff. So and this one, I think if, if we're going to go off of, we're going to get into Prop 27 in a little bit. Um, this one, I think, is to give you context. This one is definitely more sponsored by the tribes, the gambling tribes of California. Uh, it's very skewed towards tribes. The benefits mostly go to tribes. Um, so there is a tinge of that, if, if that gives you sort of a, a basic understanding of it, is that Prop 27 is mostly supported by companies like DraftKings and FanDuel, but this one, Prop 26, is definitely more geared towards the tribes, especially because it only allows for this to happen in person at uh, tribal casinos. So as as opposed to Prop 27, which would allow for you to do sports betting anywhere in the state of California, as long as you're over the age of 21, this requires you to actually go to a tribal casino. Um, it also adds in, and I didn't know this until tonight and, and when I started reading this, as someone who loves to play craps, it's actually my favorite game to go play whenever I go to uh, Vegas or anything like that. I didn't know that craps was illegal, um, but this would actually legalize craps because... I don't go to a lot of tribal casinos. I'm trying yeah. to stay away from saying like Indian casinos because that does feel weird. Um, if they yeah. can't name a baseball team after it, I feel like you can't say it anymore in yeah. uh, propositions. Uh, yeah, but yeah, agreed. so it that does add that kind of in. I also didn't know about that you could do this at 
horse tracks. So there are horse tracks where you can go and you can bet on the horses and they will, I guess, allow sports books to open at these horse tracks. Um, so first off, Camille already asked, does 26 raise our taxes? I will say this. Neither of them mentioned raising any taxes at all. Um, no, none of them say anything about raising taxes. The, the purpose is that all the revenue is supposed to go into or part of the revenue, I should say, is going into enforcement and any sort of re- new regulation or any sort of regulatory agency that has to kind of patrol what this is doing. The, they're both sold as these are like windfalls for uh, the state of California, and therefore we should just approve them because California will be rolling in the money. Sounds familiar to what we were promised with uh, legalizing weed, but and that hasn't happened. So uh, let's move through a little bit, a couple of, this is something I want to kind of go over as well. In terms of how it works, and, and just kind of really backing it up, I'm really going to back it up here, Cynthia. How do tribes have casinos if gambling is not legal in California? Um, it actually breaks it down here. It says Native American tribes have certain rights under federal law to govern themselves, such as certain rights to offer gambling. This means that the state generally cannot regulate tribal gambling, except as allowed by one federal law, two federally approved agreements between a tribe and the state known as a tribal state compact. When a tribe wants to offer gambling on its lands, federal law requires that the state negotiate a compact with the tribe. If the tribe and the state cannot agree, the federal government may issue a compact instead. So for the state, you really have no leverage because if you don't come to an agreement with them, they could just go to the federal government and the government will give them a compact and allow them to do what they want to do. But keep that in mind because that's something that will be key to both of these propositions is this tribal state compact um, and how that kind of works within our uh, with the system and why can you go gamble on tribal lands and how come you can't go gamble and uh, you know downtown San Diego? Yep. <sighs> Sorry, taking a sip of soda water too. Let's see. Uh, we kind of went over this before. We'll keep going through some of the highlights. Um, and whenever you want to jump in, Cynthia, just let me know. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of going through bullet points too, seeing what you've covered, what haven't. However, let's see. The proposition bans bets on certain sports, such as high school games and games in which California college teams participate. I wouldn't even know how to bet on a high school team. I wouldn't even know who's better or who's worst. Um, Requirements on racetracks, uh, you have to be 21 and older, uh, 10% of sports bets made each day. These payments will go into a new California sports wagering fund. Okay. Um, the proposition includes specific requirements for tribal casinos that choose to offer sports betting. For example, sports betting can be offered on tribal lands only after a tribe changes its compact with the state to allow it. There's that tribal pack again. Each tribe's compact would lay out the requirements it must follow. For example, the compact could specify the minimum age to place a bet, required payments to the state and local governments, and whether tribal payments will go into the new CSWF. So you can see the the trend is that the tribe has a lot of power in this already. If you're looking at the highlights, it does give a lot of power to the tribes who are negotiating this. Um, Now I want to talk about 
what's going on with these funds. And this is always crucial when you were, um, this is crucial whenever you're looking at a proposition and always look at specifically where the money is supposed to go because the ads will always say, especially Prop 27 will say, it's going to solve homelessness or you're going to have hundreds of millions of dollars going to homelessness. Um, that could be part of it. But when you look at it, usually a lot of these propositions dump a lot of money into the general fund and the general fund allows for the legislature to really kind of just do whatever they want with it. Um, so they can say, and this is always common. You see, Oh, we're going to raise millions and millions of dollars with this. If we raise this tax for firefighters, police officers, teachers, parents, it's always those four that they always bring up. Um, so keep that in mind. So the remaining monies after all their costs and everything would be used in three ways. 15% for gambling addiction and mental health programs and grants, 15% for sports betting and gambling enforcement costs. And over 70% would go to the state general fund. So only 30% of this would go to either gambling enforcement or to gambling addiction programs. Meanwhile, 70% just goes off to the general fund. Once it's there, it has no designation. Basically, legislators can do whatever the heck they want with it. To me, that stands out as a giant red flag on Prop 26. They're basically giving a ton of money to Sacramento to do with what they want. And we'll get into Prop 27 later and why I think Prop 27's distribution is a little bit better. Um, but that should scare you right off the bat. So whenever somebody says, oh, Prop 26 is better because it goes towards uh, gambling enforcement and gambling addiction, you can say, well, did you know 70% of the monies after all the expenses and everything goes to the general fund? And they're going to say, well, what's the general fund? General fund is basically whatever they want to do with it, whether they want to spend it on I don't know. They can spend it on new roads or they can spend it on education for your kids about what it means to transition into another gender. I mean, that's basically where we're at. Um, and I think ahead. an important note thing, too, is it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise people as we're talking about the fiscal aspect of this proposition. Shouldn't surprise people that the California Republican Party opposes it. Um, what's interesting to note is the California Democrat Party has a neutral stance on it. Um, their reasoning is it would authorize new types of gambling. Um, that's what it says on their official uh, Democrat proposition on their website. Interesting. Surprising yeah. that the California Democrat Party wouldn't pick at least one of these. Um, maybe we could. Do you know if they had a stance on 27 or they're just neutral on both of them? They did have a stance on 27. They said no. And there's yep. a reason for that. So happy to share that when we talk about 27. But they did take a stance and they are no on 27. Interesting. Okay. So increased state revenues. This is sort of the fiscal effects, one of the subheaders. Um, Prop 26 would increase state revenues from racetrack and travel sports betting as well as civil penalties. The size of this increase is uncertain, but but could reach tens of millions of dollars annually. Some of this revenue would be new. So that means that it's not already 
in cycle, it means it's we're getting new streams of income coming into the, the state coffers. For example, the state currently does not receive any share of illegal sports bets. This means the state would receive new revenue when people make sports bets legally rather than illegally. What does that remind you of that passed about four years ago? <laughs> what was illegal and made legal and all of a sudden they said it was going to be this big green rush of money into Sacramento? What was that? It also starts with C since we're talking about casinos. It does also start with C. Uh, it goes by several names. The Sticky Icky, uh, <laughs> you know, the the Sticky Icky, <laughs> Funny Flowers, um, you know, all that stuff. Marijuana. Um, but MJ? yeah, remember this MJ. <laughs> this was what was promised with cannabis back when it was passed about, I think it was four years ago. Um, and I can tell you that it has not come to fruition as to what they said it was going to happen. They did not see an enormous amount of revenue. Um, and if you have a chance, I always recommend go watch Jorge Ventura's documentary Cartelville over. I think it's you can go look it up online. He has it up on his webpage, but go check it out because it's a really interesting documentary all about the illegal grows that are happening. Um, in Antelope Valley, Los Angeles County. And the reason is, is because they made it so prohibitive in the state of California because California couldn't let it go to waste. They had to regulate it and tax it to death like they do everything. And they ruined a perfectly good opportunity with cannabis. Um, and most of it went back into the black market. And in fact, the last estimate I saw was that the black market actually tripled since passage of legalizing marijuana in the state of California. So it sounds like it's the same promise as before, which is, well, if we just legalize sports betting on these tribal lands, then we're going to make all the money, not these illegal bookies and stuff like that, even though there might be fees and stuff added onto all your sports bets and all that, because it's California and you can't let you can't let a good thing go to waste without getting a little bit of taxes out of it. Yep. Agreed. Um, do, 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 do. Let's see what else I highlighted. Uh, uh, increased state regulatory costs. Total cost for this additional work could reach the low tens of millions of dollars annually. Okay. Let's look at the argument in favor of Prop 26. I'm going to read from you what the argument is in your general election. Parts of it. I'm not going to read the entire thing. Uh, argument in favor of Prop 26. For over two decades, California voters have stood with Indian tribes, granting them the right to operate highly regulated gaming on tribal lands. Indian gaming has helped lift tribes out of poverty, creating jobs and providing revenues for critical tribal services such as education, healthcare, housing, public safety, cultural preservation, and more. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Um, Prop 26 will increase funds for revenue sharing agreements that provide tens of millions every year to California's smaller, poorer Indian tribes. Um, okay. So 
I think that's sort of how it's always worked with Indian gambling or, or, or tribal gambling is that they kind of take the money and put it into a pool and everyone kind of shares it. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Uh, Prop 26 will legalize sports wagering in a controlled manner at highly regulated tribal casinos and licensed horse racing facilities. Requiring sports wagering in person provides the strongest age verification safeguards to prevent underage gambling and protections against problem gambling. On the other hand, Prop 27 would legalize online and mobile sports gambling in California, turning virtually every cell phone, tablet, and laptop into a gambling device, increasing the risk of underage and problem gambling. We respectfully ask you to vote yes on Prop 26 and no on Prop 27. Um, Oh, I missed one part. According to the nonpartisan legislative analyst, Prop 26 will generate tens of millions of dollars annually for vital services such as public schools, homelessness, and mental health programs, wildfire prevention, senior services, and other state priorities. I didn't see that in the breakdown. Um, that's probably them assuming that because it's going into uh, the general fund that it will somehow trickle down to these people, um, which is usually what they say. And they say, oh, it provides it. Like I said, they'll say, oh, it provides it for public schools, teachers, first responders, and all that stuff. Sure, maybe. I don't know. I mean, if you put it all in a big pot, it may end up there eventually, but there's no guarantee. It's not like it's been earmarked for any of those things. So that's the argument in favor of Prop 26. Any thoughts on that, Cynthia? Um, my Well, my thoughts is, so I actually, so I already do have an opinion on the proposition. So um, I... So I'll just be direct right now. I um I wouldn't I I personally oppose it. Um so when they were mentioning that, you know, it's this it's I I always my whole thing is when you begin a slippery slope, it's very very hard for it to end and you know what mm-hmm. as you were, you know, reading out loud, you know, the arguments in support of it, I already, you know, saw the writing on the wall per se. Um so for example, I'm glad you brought up, you know, Jorge's documentary, you know, regardless of what people's opinions are on, as uh, Margaret Woodward would say, the devil's lettuce. Um, it, it There's no denying that, you know, with anything that happens, there's consequences. And, you know, as a result of, you know, legalizing that. Um, and again, like, as you also have alluded to, too, like there was a similar proposition where the state of California would benefit from the revenue of that. Um, and in some way or another, you know, because of giving that regulation and allowing that for the state government, you know, I, I saw a lot of issues with that. So that's, you know, my initial reactions to those arguments in support of it. Um, it pretty much affirms where I stand as is. I, I don't, you know, with all the regulations and whatnot, um, I guess, you know, they're making it seem like, oh, it will make things better or that would make it. Um, I don't know. It's a little weird how they, how they support it just off the bat. Those are my Cynthia is going to take the the true uh, libertarian stance, which is if there is a chance that even one person is hired as a public employee, I'm voting no. <laughs> if it increases the size of government by one person, I'm going to vote no. Um, I which know, is not I'm a more, bad stance I'm, to take. 
Ron, I'm Ron Swanson for the night. Exactly. You're going to be Ron Swanson for the night. Um, I mean, this proposition, both these propositions should just be like, it was Kevin Pafrath, right? Who advocated for legalizing gambling basically everywhere in California. Um, yes, he did. I mean, I don't hate that idea. Let's just open it up everywhere in California. Let it let it roll. Um, but then, of course, they have to add in the king's ransom in both of these, which is, well, we're going to make millions and millions of dollars. And, of course, we're going to give millions and millions of dollars to the state. That's the king's ransom. They got to get their pound of flesh. Um, we're also going to pay for the regulatory and all that stuff, as opposed to just saying, well, we're just going to legalize gambling and we're just going to let it roll because California couldn't just let that happen. They'd have to figure out how to build an entire new state regulatory system to, I don't know, hire hundreds of more people and put them on the state dole. But the argument against Prop 26, uh, I'll read you some highlights from that. Uh, Five wealthy tribal casinos are sponsoring Prop 26 to expand their money or monopoly over gambling in California so they can make billions more profits and continue to pay virtually nothing in state taxes oh no the horror of pearls the horror of not paying any state taxes despite state laws that make it illegal for anyone under 21 to gamble one of the sponsors of prop 26 regularly allows 18 year olds to gamble and nothing in their measure stops underage gamblers from betting on college and professional sports in a tribal casino um i heard that before that one of the casinos that backs it uh allows underage or they've been caught like allowing underage gambling i don't know if they still do but it might be it might have been a problem in the past Uh, if the sponsors of prop 26 are allowed to put card clubs out of business some of the state's hardest hit communities of color will lose 500 million dollars in local tax revenue that pays for essential services like police fire health care and after school services again the uh for the they you should just call them the four horsemen of uh, tearing at your heartstrings because that's always what they mention. These communities will lose 32,000 jobs, 1.6 million wage, and 5.6 in economic output. Vote no on Prop 26. Oh, and they mentioned vote no on Prop 26 because um, they're going to keep horse tracks in business and it gives them millions of new revenue just to save a dying industry that drugs abuse and kills horses year after year. So... If you want to save the horsies, vote no on 26. Um, that's it for at this point. That's it for this. Anybody in the chat, if you want to chime in, would you vote for Prop 26? Knowing what you heard tonight, just let us know in the comment section. Uh, maybe give us a, re- a reason as well. Um, you already said what your position on it is. My position is... It's tough. The you know the degenerate gambler in me likes the idea of playing craps in California, but it also probably likes the idea of just keeping craps in Vegas. Um, I do feel like this is skewed one way. I yeah. feel like it is very skewed towards the tribes. Um, I, I mean, they wrote this. This is their baby. Um, so obviously, mm-hmm. it is skewed towards them. The seventy percent of the the revenue going to the general fund just that to me is always a red flag because you can claim it's for one thing or another, but in reality, it's probably just going to get wasted anyway. You know, it's going to go in the general fund. 
California will find a way to waste it. So in the end, you're just throwing money at Sacramento and they're going to figure out how to, you know, just throw it down the tubes or something. So that to me, I think is what would make me say no on prop 26 is because not a lot goes to gambling addiction or anything else that really helps. They're going to wrap it up in like, Oh, prop 26. We we're going to give millions to all these great things. But again, like I said, it goes in the general fund, whether it ends up in those things or not, who knows? I mean, it could end up in a whole multitude of ways. Um, so I would be no on 26 as well. So I think yeah. we're on that, but for different reasons. Absolutely. I think um, another general stance that I hold is I actually, I perhaps maybe differ with the average Republican and conservative in the sense of like, I actually, because we live in the state of California, there's lots of great things that we can do to improve the state. I actually would not mind paying higher taxes if I knew that those uh, resources were getting allocated accordingly. If I knew like it was going towards something great, and if I knew that the people in charge were actually good, I would not mm-hmm. mind stewarding my resources and forking it over if I knew it would make our state better. But the reality is, these people have proven that they're not capable of that. Now, who knows? If I knew they were doing a good job, it'd be different. But it's just, I already can see the writing on the wall. I mean, we saw it with, you know, the MJ stuff, um, lots of different, lots of different slippery soaps. Um, definitely don't trust these people in Sacramento to do um, what's right. And, you know, being able to allocate these resources to where I think it could improve things, you know, within the state. Um, and just in general, too, I mean, we've seen in the past where there's different resolutions and propositions where they say, like, you know, this money's going to go here. And nine times out of the 10, it's n- it never really does. I mean, our roads are still crappy. We still have homelessness. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I think we definitely agree on that sense also. But, yeah, I'm also a no on Prop 26 as at this juncture. So there you go. Two no's on Prop 26. Sorry, Prop 26. Um, you have two no voters right now. And it looks like a lot of people. Um in the comments as well are also now. So let's move on to prop 27. The one I think that kind of, I feel like prop 27 is like the more it's got more focus on it because it's either yes or no on prop 27. You either see the ads. Yes. on prop 27. Although they, they have backed off spending in ads. I saw Rob Pryor's uh, retweet that. So I, I don't know if that means that maybe they see the writing on the wall, that prop 27 is not doing well in the polls. So they're going to back off on their ad spending. Um, But I haven't seen as many Prop 27 recently as I did like over the summer, where it was like every commercial was about Prop 27 followed by um, an ad against Prop 27. Now all I get is Matt Gunderson and Catherine Blakespear. So and then I get it in the mail as well. I get Catherine Blakespear and Matt Gunderson. So. Um, those are two people running for state Senate. So that's all I'm getting right now in, in, on my TV and in my, in my mail prop 27. Let's read the highlights legalizes online and sport and mobile sports wagering for persons 21 years and older. Such wagering may be offered only by federally recognized Indian tribes. There's that word again and eligible businesses that contract with them 
requires licensing fees and imposes 10% tax on sports wagering revenues. So there's a 10% tax on the revenues, direct tax and licensing revenues, first to regulatory costs, then remainder to homelessness programs, 85%. So 85% is already earmarked towards homelessness programs and non-participating tribes, 15%. So non-participating tribes are those who are, they don't have any casinos. They don't have anything like that. So those tribes that are non-gaming tribes would get 15% of the revenue um, of Prop 27. Uh, let's see. Talk about sports betting again. Tribal state compacts. State Homeless Housing Assistance and Prevention Program, HHAP. We'll just call it HAP for short. HAP provides funding to local entities such as cities and tribes to help them achieve their goals related to addressing homelessness. Currently, 80% of HAP funds go to local entities generally based on their share of the state's homeless population, 2% to tribes, and 18% to the state to provide bonuses to local entities and tribes who meet their goals. The program received $1 billion in state funds last year. Uh, the proposal of Prop 27 uh, would allow bets on athletic events such as football games and some non-athletic events. Uh, such as award shows and video game competitions. So if you want to vote on the Oscars, whether or not Chris Rock is going to get smacked in the face, you could probably do that with this new with this new proposition. However, it bans bets on certain other events, such as high school games and elections. Again, as our friend Corey already pointed out, if you're betting on high school games, you have a much bigger problem. Um, yep. Amen. And you're not going... You're not trying to go to some legal route to bet on high school. Um, you probably have a much bigger problem. Uh, the proposition requires tribes to give up some of their rights under federal law to get a license. Now, right there, you could probably see why the tribes, the big tribes, the gaming tribes, are not in favor of this because they would have to give up some of their rights under federal law, which is that blanket that kind of protects them. For example, tribes must agree to a certain amount of state regulation. So probably they're probably not happy about that if they want to play. And this is sort of the contrast that I was talking about where Prop 26 was definitely skewed more towards the tribes where they sort of controlled it and they could figure it out and they would negotiate with the state, their new tribal state compacts. This one, on the other hand, is if the tribes want to, participate they would have to work with this other entity and they don't seem like they, they're in control um, so right there i think is one reason you probably see the tribal uh, the big tribes are not very happy about prop 27 uh, licensed gambling companies could offer sports betting under their own name or brand these companies must partner with a tribe with a tribal state compact the proposition limits licenses to larger companies such as those that online sports betting licenses in at least 10 or U.S. states or territories. So DraftKings or FanDuel. So basically DraftKings or FanDuel is the two biggest online sports betting would be allowed to operate. Uh, let's see. 10% a month say after subtracting expenses. These expenses include one, any bets made with credits from promotional offers, two, prize payments, and three, federal gambling taxes. Um. So this is something that they brought up as well. Just kind of, I'm going to try and, and really kind of explain this uh, promotional. So like if you sign on and you see the commercial or it's like Kevin Hart's like, 
If you sign up to DraftKings now, you get $200 in credits. That would be a write-off under this that they wouldn't have to pay into the system. So they could write that off. So for every person who signs up to DraftKings, new person, $200, you know, 100,000 people sign up. That's how many, I don't know, what's the math? $200 times 100,000. Anybody know? 2 million? Is it 2 million? No, 20 million? I don't know. But anyway, that's why I became a lawyer. I'm, uh, I, Corey uh, says correct. So 20 million. Is it 20 million? Oh, thank you, Corey. Um, so yeah, they could then write off 20 million and that they wouldn't have to pay in. So that's something that they kind of pointed out saying they could get around paying a lot of money because they could just give out a lot of these promotional um, credits. Uh, specifically, a tribe must pay 10 million when it's five years license is approved. That's a lot of money for a tribe to kind of push out. Yep. Uh, it creates a new trust fund, the online sports betting or the new California online sports betting trust fund. Uh, requires revenues first be used for state regulatory costs and the rest would be used for two major purposes. 85% to address homelessness and for gambling addiction programs, the money to address homelessness would be provided in local entities generally in the same way as HAP funding, and then 15% for tribes that are not involved in online sports betting. Tribes could use these funds for tribal government, health, economic development, or other purposes. Um, And then it creates a new uh, regulatory unit, which uh, Cynthia is not a fan of. Anything that creates at least one more public worker is unacceptable. Um, The penalty. Oh, this is new as well. If you're caught illegally placing a sports bet the penalty equals 15 percent of the amount that they bet which is not really i mean if you only bet like 20 bucks on a football game that's not really that much however it also allows for a thousand dollar penalty for each day this money is not paid so that could add up really quickly Whew. Any th- oh any, bless you any thoughts before <laughs> i go you. into the two arguments um yeah, I mean, already, like, when they mentioned, like, oh, 85% will go towards homelessness. Um, my favorite emoji that I like to abuse is the red flag emoji. Mm-hmm. Why would we believe that? <laughs> that was my yeah. first initial thing. Yeah, and the, the, the only thing I like better about this one than Prop 26 is at least it designates that 85% has to go to homelessness. As opposed That's to Prop 26 true. that says, go, it goes to the general fund and maybe a couple bucks trickle down to homelessness or schools or firefighters or drag queen story hour. You know, like it's, that's what I think I like better about this one than Prop 26 is that it is earmarked. Basically all of it's earmarked either for homelessness or for tribes that are not participating in online sports betting. Agreed. So you brought up the California Democratic Party says no on this. That's correct. So what is interesting to note is that both the California Republican and Democrat Party oppose this. Um, I think for the obvious reasons for the Republican Party, um, as Corey had mentioned, basically a slush fund to Sacramento. I would argue, I guess we would presume um, in the website, um, they didn't give specifics, but um, we can safely assume it's probably for the fiscal parts of it. 
for the Democrat mm-hmm. Party, they are no due to out-of-state corporations taking 90% of the money, no mm-hmm. real California investment or jobs, and 50-plus California tribes oppose. So um, very interesting how uh, both the major parties are in alignment on this. Hmm. It's often very rare when you see both of them aligned, usually for different reasons. Camille yeah. asked, 85% of what? Uh, it says Prop 27 requires various sports betting payments to the state. For example, tribes and gambling companies with sports betting licenses must pay 10% of sports bets made each month to the state after subtracting various expenses, such as the ones um, that we're uh, describing. Losses which result when expenses are more than bets may be used to offset these payments. A portion of these monthly payments must be made in advance when the sports betting license is approved or renewed. So there you go. So it's not 85% of all the money made. I mean, it's not going to be 85% of all the profits. It's going to be 85% of the percentage that goes to the state, but they can chip away at it with these expenses such as promotional prize money or federal gambling taxes. So I could see the argument that it would chip away at whatever's left over. There may not be much left in the end. Um, but then again, you know, prop 26 just gives all your money to Sacramento anyway. So depends on where you want to earmark. All right. Yep. Argument in favor of prop 27. Let's hear it. I'm looking at my book on now. I'm pressing buttons. I don't mean to press nonprofit leaders, mayors and California tribes support prop 27 because it will provide hundreds of millions of dollars in permanent solutions to homelessness, mental health and addiction. All funding will be subject to strict audits and oversight to ensure it is spent effectively. Um, prop 27 requires mandatory audits to ensure homelessness and mental health funding is spent effectively. Prop 27 is the only sports betting measure that will fund permanent homelessness and mental health solutions. Prop 27 is the only measure that guarantees funding for disadvantaged tribes. So those are some highlights from the argument fair. There's a whole bunch of quotes as well. I didn't want to go into the quotes um, because the people who wrote the argument also wrote the quotes as well. So um, the CEO of San Diego's regional task force, actually regional task force on homelessness had a quote about homelessness. All right. You ready for the argument against prop 27? Sure. Did we, did we share about the fiscal effects of it? Oh, I'm jumping ahead. Um, Prop 27 would increase state revenues from sports betting payments and penalties. The size of this increase is uncertain. The increase could be in the hundreds of millions of dollars annually, but likely would not be more than 500 million annually. Some of this revenue would be new. For example, the state currently does not receive any share of illegal sports betting online, which we talked about before. However, some of this revenue would be new. For example, the state currently receives revenue when people spend money on certain things, such as lottery games or shopping. Uh, This means the state might not receive new revenue when people spend less on those things, so they could make sports bets. Uh, State revenues from sports betting payments and penalties would go into the COSBA, the California, that is a long acronym, California Online Sports Betting Trust Fund. And then we talked about that, what it would go for. 
and it would create a regulatory system. Um, total cost of this work could reach mid tens of millions of dollars annually. Uh, Prop 27 could result in other fiscal effects in the state and local governments. For example, state and local revenue could increase from people coming from out of state to play sports bet and spending more than they would otherwise. So, you know, if you're a tourist and you just happen to end up in California for some reason, and you're walking down the beautiful streets of San Francisco and you step over a pile of crap and you think about your favorite crappy sports team, you go, maybe I'll make a sports bet. Um, that could be how you increase revenue in the state of California. However, some or all of this increased local revenue could be offset. For example, tribes might ask for their tribal state complex to require less payment. Yeah. So just more uncertainty. It could raise costs. We don't know. We don't know what it would be. Anything to add? So, so Corey said prop for the comment section, Prop 26 would result result in more revenue to the state, but not nearly as much as Prop 27. I could see that. And then he also said, um, it's completely disingenuous. They just want to give a little back to the state while pocketing the huge profits off expanding gambling everywhere in the state. He also noted that Prop 27 is being managed by Nathan Click, Gavin Newsom's consultant. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. I wonder if that's a because Nathan or I, I get them confused. Nathan Fletcher and Gavin Newsom. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder if that's because uh, he, old Noodles isn't like as up and up as he is about being as progressive as he is, and he's yep. pocketing a lot of money in the background. Um, so this is just one of his guys who helps him make Demonet in the background. Yep. So I don't know if that's really because it's a woke proposition or it's a I want to make money proposition for the Newsom campaign or the Newsom team, I should say, not the Newsom campaign. Um, all right. Argument against Prop 27. Join California Indian tribes, parents, teachers, homeless advocates, public safety leaders, uh, priests, people who help old ladies across the street, Boy Scouts, um, firemen, did I say policemen? Um, no, I don't know. Those last like six were not in there, but I'm just saying they name everybody who sounds really, really like good people. Vote no on 27, the corporate online gambling proposition. Prop 27 is a deceptive scheme written and promoted by out-of-state corporations to legalize online and mobile sports gambling in California. It won't solve homelessness, but it will turn virtually every cell phone, tablet, and laptop into a gambling device. Okay. So the attorney in me has to look at how this is worded and go and pick this apart. Yep. I don't think they ever promised they were going to solve homelessness with Prop 27. They said there's going to be a lot of money going to homelessness. But I don't think they ever said they were going to solve homelessness, which I think is a big difference um, because they're just kind of being deceptive in the sense of now they're being deceptive saying, well, they, they're not going to solve homelessness with this. Well, I don't think anyone said they were going to solve homelessness. Um, yeah. Proponents are deceptively marketing Prop 27 as a solution, and they put it in air quotes, to homelessness. 
But just like when we were told the state lottery would be a solution for public education, we can't believe these false promises. Okay. So what I take away from this is one, they're kind of twisting their words. I don't think they ever said it was a solution for homelessness. They can throw a lot of money at homelessness, which may help. It's not going to solve everything. It's not like Prop 27 is going to pass. And then all of a sudden the next day, homelessness is going to be gone. And we're all going to look back and go, boy, I wonder what fixed homelessness in California. It was Prop 27. It was all that online sports gambling. Thank you, you gamblers who like to bet on sports. You solve homelessness. <laughs> um, I also like, but like just when we were told the state lottery would be a solution for public education, we can't believe these false promises. Okay. So whoever wrote this believes that the state lottery was a false promise, um, meaning that the state lied to the people that this was going to be some magic cure-all. So they don't believe this is a solution for homelessness, but they also believe that the state lied to you when they set up the state lottery system, which I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um do, do, do they keep going on and on? Not a single dime would fund state priorities like public schools, firefighting, or even problem gambling prevention programs. Right, because all of their money is either earmarked for homelessness or to disadvantage tribes. Conversely, not any of the money in Prop 26 is necessarily earmarked for public schools, firefighting, or any of these other things. So... That's not, I don't really, um, I, I don't think that argument, I mean, they're trying to say that just because they don't support these things. And again, it's the, the four horsemen of pulling on your heartstrings. Um, I don't, I don't think that's really a knock against them when all of their money is already earmarked for something else. California has already spent over $30 billion to address homelessness in the last five years, but things have only gotten worse. Okay, so now you're admitting that the state is not very good at managing money, right? Yep. And these are probably the same people who say vote yes on Prop 26. So on Prop 26, give your money 70% of it to the government because they know how to spend it. But also $30 billion managed by the government is not enough to address homelessness by the government. A recent report by the independent state auditor said California spending on homelessness is disjointed and has not fulfilled its most critical responsibilities. Do, 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 do. Um, I think that's basically it. Oh, there's this rebuttal to the argument against Prop 27. The state's independent budget watchdog found only Prop 27 will generate hundreds of millions of dollars each year to address homelessness, mental health, and addiction. Prop 27's funding must be spent on creating housing and providing services like mental health and addiction treatment. Cool. Well, that's it for me. Um, good night, everybody. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> what are your thoughts, Cynthia, on that? Do you have anything else to add? That was just sort of the rundown from my handy-dandy little book. Yeah. Well, I thought of another thing, too. I was kind of reflecting on, you know, aside from the fiscal aspects of it, which is you know, part of the reason why um, I personally would be against prop position 27 and 26. Um, but also, like, what I thought was interesting to note is 
for both of them, you know, they had intentions of trying to resolve um, issues in the state. And the biggest thing that stood out to me was they were trying to allocate some kind of funds to homelessness. Um, obviously, Prop 27 was a lot more direct about it, whereas 26 was a little bit uh, more discreet. Um, I mean, I would imagine, like, if you're someone that has some kind of addiction, like, I would imagine that kind of leads to homelessness. So I just mm -hmm. think it's a little bit interesting. They're trying to attempt to provide a solution to a problem when I would imagine, like, that's kind of like a gateway into elevating the issue. Um mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know if that makes sense, but it's a little it's a little anecdotal, but I would just imagine like if you're someone that's has like that that psyche in you that has that's has addict that's addicted to something, um, like I personally like I know I have an addictive personality like overall. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's probably why like I try very hard to stay away from all the gambling stuff intentionally. Um but I just that was just kind of like my my thought like a little bit odd that they're using like the gambling proposition and trying to connect that to homelessness and I just think kind of morally I mean wouldn't that kind of elevate and also enable the homelessness issue that is already pretty bad um and I know the homelessness thing I feel like it's something that both parties have tried to help out with. And, you know, in my personal opinion, I think Republicans have done overall better to improve it. But it's just one of those things where, like, I also think, too, like, I feel like we're going to be resolving until the end of time. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, I think I think overall, like, the best solution for that, too, is, is to give less of it to the state government and to focus more on, you know, private organizations and have it be based on local control. So um, overall, um, my thoughts are I would oppose Proposition 27. Yeah, I, and I mean, we, we could always have a whole episode just talking about homelessness in California and kind of go deep into what we th think is causing it. Um, maybe get an expert on who knows more about it. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of deeper issues to homelessness. I, I mean, I think it's layers when it comes to homelessness. I think it's the fact that there's not affordable housing. And why is there not affordable housing? Is it because of stuff like CEQA, which makes it hard to build housing? So developers don't want to build housing and therefore supply is really low. But then we also have um, a state government that is very kind to homeless. Like there's a whole bunch of layers to it. And I can see your argument of legalizing it, a addictive, almost, you know, an addictive uh, problem such as gambling uh, could cause more homelessness because people would be gambling on sports and they could be becoming homeless. Is that sort of what am I kind of summarizing it or, or am yes. I correct in my understanding? Yeah. Um, so I guess it would be kind of like saying like, well, the way we solve uh, people who are addicted to like fentanyl meth is we should just legalize fentanyl meth. Um, I don't think that would really help the situation. I don't think all of a sudden overnight it would just be like everyone stopped doing fentanyl meth. Um, it would just be allowed now. So I could definitely see that argument. And uh, yeah, my thoughts on Prop 27 are, um, for my own selfish reasons, uh, I wouldn't mind being able to 
place a bet on a sports game every once in a while. It's fun. Um, I do enjoy a sports bet every once in a while. Uh, when I go to Vegas, I like to put money on teams and stuff like that. It's always fun. It makes the games more exciting. Um, you know, two cents could go to whatever fun that they're promising. Maybe the selfish person in me says, I just want to be able to bet on a sports game. Um, so, but I, I do like, you know, breaking this down, I think I was already in favor of Prop 27 because I wanted to be able to do that. Um, I also, the libertarian in me just says, we should be able to do all this stuff regardless. It shouldn't really be such a big deal. Yep. Um, but then when I saw that they specifically earmarked 85% to homelessness, I was like, okay, and none of it's going to the general fund to the point where I say, okay, the money is going somewhere and it has to be audited. It has to be tracked where it's going as opposed to prop 26 where it's just i feel like it's just the rich tribes are kind of giving themselves more revenue streams and then as a payoff to the state just here's millions of dollars for you to spend whatever you want so i would be a yes on prop 27 i will be voting yes probably unless my mind is changed by november Cool. And there you have it, folks. It is very normal for friends to agree to disagree. <laughs> I know. We we did not agree on Prop 27, and I'm not going to get off this. I'm be like, that's it. Cynthia, you're off the show. Forget it. You're done. We're never talking again. We're never working together again. Um, oh, I forgot to ask the, the, the people who are tuned in in the comment section whether they would vote yes or no on Prop 27. Um, or if they had any other questions or comments about the two of these, did you have anything else you want to add? You had like a whole bunch of tabs open, so I didn't want to kind of squash or step on any of your research. No, um, I think we covered it all. I mean, we covered over, you know, some moral aspects of it. So the nuances of it, we covered the fiscal aspects of it. We went over who is in support of it, who is not. Um, we also touched upon the arguments for it and against it. Um, we gave our personal opinions of it. We normalized agreeing to disagree with your loved ones. I think we made, I think we had a very productive podcast today. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that I, I think that's about as, you know, in depth as you're going to get probably of these two propositions. Um, and there you have it. I mean, that's my take on it. I think to sum it up, Prop 26 definitely benefits the tribes and puts the power in their hands. I think Prop 27 allows people all over California to enjoy in sports betting. Um, Also, tribes will make money on this as well. Um, Corey says, full disclosure, I worked for yes on 26, no on 27. I personally agree with those positions and will vote accordingly. Okay. So, Corey is a yes on 26, no on 27? Or is that what he's saying? That's yep this was a very fair assessment thanks oh thanks Corey. yeah we didn't shout at each other no one was yelling or screaming or anything like that or no one said any buzzwords like you know marxist socialist hellhole or anything like that we made it through an entire podcast about california and the words marxist and socialist hellhole were not brought up um but yeah i think most people uh conservatives will likely vote no on these just because Usually the sentiment is don't give any more power to state regulatory um, or any 
you know, the Ron Swanson approach, which is if it creates one more public employee, um, I wouldn't vote for it. So, yeah, but if anyone also, you know, cause I think, uh, the people, the viewers probably follow us, but if not, if anyone's listening to the replay of this, um, there is a lot of propositions and this is, we just covered the statewide ones that are going to be on your ballot, but also countywide. That's a whole other topic. We're in San Diego and there's so many, I mean, there's ones for the County of San Diego. There's, if you live in Carlsbad and, you know, La Mesa, like they have their own ones too. So it's a lot, but if there's anyone that has any specifics um, that they'd be interested in us covering and breaking down, um, I mean, I, I think that'd be a great podcast. Um, I know Phil was very intrigued by the, by these and it gave me an opportunity to learn about it. Um, so that way I can make sure I focus on this instead of just the candidates. Um, but yeah, I thought this was I great. There's a lot of propositions this year, to be completely honest. There's this one. Let's see, 28 provides additional funding for music. Oh, that one I'm sure is full of crap. Um, Whenever yeah. anything says provides additional funding for music and arts and stuff like that, you know, it's full of crap. 29 is the dialysis one that keeps coming up again and again. Since I don't understand it, I always just vote no. And I think that's why people vote no. There's 30 um, air pollution to prevent wildfires by increasing tax on personal income over 2 million. Okay, that sounds like a good one. Uh, and then there's the most probably infamous one, uh, which would be Prop 1, which is adding a constitutional amendment protecting the right to an abortion basically up until birth. So we could definitely go over that one as well. I think that would be a good one to to dive into soon. Yep. Not that, I mean, I think we'd be, it wouldn't be spoiling it if both you and I already gave our ideas on the position but i think it'd be good to dive into anyway so but yeah like cynthia said we got a lot to go over we got a lot of candidates we want to talk about we got a lot of propositions um and there are a lot of measures you know they're county measures they're city measures and stuff like that so if there's anything you guys want us to kind of break down and talk about let us know um and as always like i like to end every show if you thought this was really informative especially this one uh, because it does kind of break down prop 26 and prop 27. So if people are like, I don't understand prop 26 or prop 27, what's the difference? You can be like, well, check out this really good podcast, California underground. They did a great job breaking it down and send them over our way on Spotify, Apple. They can watch us again on YouTube, Google, all that stuff. Um, so send it to a friend and, uh, yeah, I guess that's basically it. If you like the podcast, make sure you like, share, subscribe, Hit the notification bell as well because it does alert you when we're going live. It'll let you know when we've scheduled a show so you know that it's coming up. And, um, yeah, basically anything else to add, Cynthia? No, that is all. Thank you for tuning in. Cool. Have a good night, everybody. Later. Thank you for listening to another episode of California Underground. If you like what you heard, remember to subscribe, like, and review it. And follow California Underground on social media for updates as to when new episodes are available. 